0: create your vision, take time to listen to your heart, feel what's right to you, make a decision to move forward, act with precision. On that path, you will arrive at the final destination. Now, you may arrive, it may take longer than you feel like you wanted it to do, but just trust the process. As long as you're moving forward, you're moving forward. Just think about taking that precise next step and don't even worry about the result.
1: Microphone check
0: one, two, what is this? You're now listening to a brand new episode of the Play Big Faster Podcast. Look what you started. Let's go.
1: Welcome to another episode of the Play Big Faster Podcast. I'm your host, Cherie Prince, and we're joined today by Evans Putman. Evans is the founder of Podcast Profit School and also the creator of Surpreneur Blueprint. Hello Evan. I'm doing, doing great.
0: Thank you for having me, Sheree. I look forward to serving your audience and giving as much value as we can today. This will be fun.
1: Look, I hope so because we put people to work when they come <laughs> business. So, we got we got lots of questions All for right, you today. All right,
0: let's do it. Let's dive in.
1: Last question. Okay. I mean, so the big question is, when did you start podcasting? primarily when did you start
0: I got into the podcast space probably about I'm looking at my calendar over here trying to get a, an idea cuz I was it's probably been about 6 years ago I came to a point where it was unexpected I didn't even plan on doing it how many of those listeners out there had things come into play that you felt like oh this is just I'm having a I'm having a problem here my cuz what happened was I lost some clients from my previous consulting business and My wife had just come home from a really successful career as a restaurant manager and we had a young daughter and all of a sudden my business blew up and it was an unexpected twist that somehow I ended up in podcasting because I met my next client who later became my partner in a business and he had a podcast and like any good entrepreneur, when he asked me if I could help him with something. I just was like, yes, I can do that. And then I figured out the rest along the way. So that's how that it was an unexpected twist. But sometimes when I look back at it now at the time, I thought, God, this is a disaster. I don't have the, I'm losing all my clients. My wife is no longer bringing in an income. Everything was going great. And now I can't even afford to pay the bills. But then what happened after that was the way it was supposed to be. And everything worked out perfectly.
1: Today, you refer to yourself as a serve-preneur. that mm-hmm. that door.
0: Uh, I sort of, you know, I, I wouldn't say that I gave myself this name because we don't want to give ourselves nicknames. <laughs> Have you ever seen the, there's the Seinfeld episode that goes into that. My daughter, who is about to turn 13, will tell you that everything in my life seems to revolve around a Seinfeld episode because I was a diehard viewer of that many moons ago, back when we had to record it on VHS tapes. And I had stacks of them in my house. But through time, what I discovered once I moved from the podcast business that we had before, and I started going out on my own to teach people what I had developed through podcasting, how to grow the audience, how to get leads and how to get sales for your business. I started going out to teach others this business model. Because we had done it and it was successful, but what I did was I found myself in this world now where no longer did I have a well-oiled machine, it was just me, and in order for me to really start to help people, I would always lead with service, and it didn't matter who you were, right? It's like some people I know, they serve others when it's like, hey, I really want to meet this person who's my idol, my dream coach maybe or something. And so they go that route. But for me, it's like I served everybody first because I just wanted to share what I had to offer with people. And the more I did this and the more I did this, people just started referring to me as you're a serve first entrepreneur. Evans is this guy you want to meet. He'll get on the call with you. He'll just like spill the beans and give you real value. It's not one of those discovery calls hidden as a sales call kind of thing. And so over time I kept hearing serve first entrepreneur and during my meditation at one point, it actually came to me like this servepreneur. And from that point I developed what I call the servepreneur blueprint, which I now have trademarked and I'm excited because I'm. Getting ready to launch a new podcast, as I was sharing with you. It'll probably be out by the time this episode comes out, too, Cherie. I'm excited about that, but that's coming out. It's going to be called The Servepreneur Blueprint, but it's how to create a an entrepreneurial business where you are impacting the world in a positive way, changing lives, and creating a business that's a force for good. So I seem to really resonate with a lot of people. It resonates, that message tends to resonate with a lot of people I'm finding now that are a little, they get into the online space and the online coaching space. They follow their passion and their purpose, but they feel that they're starting to feel a little disconnected from it because some of it feels so disingenuous to how they want to lead with their heart and with service first. So I've found that the whole message really connects with people, and I'm excited about that. I'm looking forward to launching that podcast early 2024.
1: With the Mm surfpreneur Blueprint, I'm not going to ask you for your secret sauce, but if you can just give us the framework. Yeah, and
0: and that's fine. I'm happy to share. So these words came to me and this thought process came to me where, As I've been in this, I don't know how many times you've heard so many people say things like, you should, instead of doing to have something, you should be the person, do it, and then have it, right? So I hear that all the time and all the time. And to me, I feel like there's an extra step and there's something missing there because I believe in the part of being first, then doing, um, but the having part to me felt like it just stopped the flow of abundance because it just, if I have something and it just stops there, it ends that cycle of abundance because there needs to be a balanced give-receive cycle to create abundance and a win-win for everybody out there. And so for me, the words that came to me were be, do, give, and grow. And those are the four main pillars of the Surpreneur Blueprint. And what I like to think of them as is it's a way of being, a servpreneur blueprint is a way of being, and then I have something called the infinite impact method, which is the path that you walk as a servpreneur. So there are two models wrapped around each other. There's a way of creating this, a better, higher version of yourself as a servpreneur that creates abundance and creates a business that is a force for good in the world, and then there's a method that you can plug into to become that person and that's the infinite impact method which also came to me actually during a meditation one day and it was so powerful if i can share this real quick i'll share those like that i'm oh, sitting outside beautiful. i'm meditating because what i did was when i left my previous business i was really unhappy and dissatisfied and i started spending a lot of time trying to focus on changing me first, because I knew nothing outside of me would change until I changed myself. And meditation became part of that. One of these during meditation at one point, I remember it was as if this download just came through me, so powerful. It felt maybe when you felt it before where you felt like you're in flow and everything just feels like it slows down and everything feels like it's connected and it's working out. Well, the I immediately jumped up. I had this urge to jump up from outside of my porch, ran in here where I am now, grabbed my whiteboard and started teaching what I had just learned in this meditation to nobody. As <laughs> I was teaching it to the window here right in front of me, but felt like I was standing in front of a crowd of thousands as I was mapping out what I now call the infinite impact method. And I'm teaching, I'm not just like writing it, I'm actually like teaching and it's coming through me because it was not, from me because I didn't know any of this stuff until in that instant. And to me, that became a real powerful next step as I move forward through entrepreneurship because it's what I base all of my programs on. Everything is based on the principles in the Infinite Impact Method, and they plug into everything I do from podcast profit school to my event consulting to everything else.
1: And that was my next question. How does... The Servpreneur Blueprint interact with Podcast Profits.
0: It's funny because, as I said, to me, the Servpreneur Blueprint is a way of being. It's a way of showing up in the world. It's a way of moving forward, of expanding and growing as a person because it all comes from us. And to me, I teach in a way that it fits those principles within all of my programs. And most people think of Like, for instance, the other day we had an AHA in one of my trainings. I was doing a training on how to get more leads from your listeners as a host or a guest. And one of the attendees who we met afterwards, he actually told me, he was like, what I really found so powerful was that it wasn't about you and what you were looking to accomplish. It was like, how can I serve the listener at every point in the process to make it easier from, I'm serving them in the content that I'm doing in the episode where I'm helping shift beliefs, give them a new identity, a transformation. I'm serving them by giving them the option to use their phone to text to get a free gift versus having to go to like off the text to their off the phone to a computer and make it harder and more difficult. You're thinking about that person. How can I make it easier for them? And then also thinking, how can I make the lead magnet? more of a lead experience that builds a relationship and actually serves that person rather than just a transactional exchange to get the email. So to me, all the principles of the Servpreneur Blueprint are built in to just, they come through in everything that we teach and everything that we share with people on the strategy and tactical level. There's always the underlying principles, which are truths.
1: Let's talk about the meat and potatoes of the strategies mm-hmm. and tactics. What are some of the things that you have as frameworks for people mm-hmm. that actually invent Podcast Profit Yeah, well,
0: What we teach in Podcast Profit School is something I call the podcast ATM business model. And this was, it wasn't my name. I didn't come up with this. It was actually my former partner and client, Pat. Because he said he was recording like a testimonial success story video for me, and he said something to this effect where it was like, I can get behind my microphone, do what I love to do, which is serve my audience and help impart my knowledge and wisdom to help them make their lives better. And at the same time, there's this system running in the background that grows the audience, gets more leads and brings in revenue on autopilot. polities. Like it's almost like you turn my podcast into a virtual ATM that deposits the perfect dream clients into my business. And then we were able to withdraw higher profits because of the way we built the model. It was pure organic. There was no ads or paid advertising. So profits were higher. And I was like, Thank you for saying that because you just gave me the coolest idea or a name for this business model now, the podcast ATM business model. But it's really based on three pillars to go back to your original question. And th- this is what we focus on in Podcast Profit School because we do work. And I would share with everybody too, is that Podcast Profit School is not just for podcasters. It's actually this This model works both as a guest. We have podcast guest people in the program as well as podcasters because it focuses on how to use evergreen organic strategies to grow your audience, both as a guest and a podcaster. And I'll dive into a few of those in a second if you want me to. And then also, that's the first pillar. The second pillar is how... Do you do the one thing that most, I would say 99% of podcasters and podcast guests from what I've experienced, and I've spoken to hundreds, probably thousands of people through this time, they forget about the lead generation aspect of it. And there's a good way to do this. There's a way to do it to build a relationship versus a transaction. So that's like the second pillar is the lead generation. And here's the funny thing that most people miss is lead generation doesn't start with a great call to action. It doesn't start with a landing page with your button a certain color or a headline crafted perfectly. It starts in the content because if you can shift the people's, the listener's belief in the content, you can help create a compelling future when you help shift their belief and identity and help them see that compelling future that moves them closer to their aspirational goal. Then the next step is logical. It's hey, come over here if you want to take the next step towards that compelling future, and that's how you. Where most people miss out is because they're so focused on, I've got to come up with this, you know, ebook or PDF thing or this thing just to get them to give me their e- email address, and then I'll send them a hundred emails on Black Friday weekend to get a sale. Is no, you should you focus on the content to create the lead generation and it's a different way of doing it but it's what we discovered worked because we were able to get a 78.6 percent opt-in rate from listener to lead and that changed our business forever that's yeah that one shift to quit selling and that's the next step so let's jump to that we can come back to anything you have questions on but the next pillar is all about creating the monetization part, which is mostly, we call it sales, sales without selling because when we stopped selling and focused on serving and relationship building, we discovered that we sold more, <laughs> which was really cool, right? It's like we can quit chasing and trying to convince and trying to close people and we can allow them to come through this process that we've created through this lead generation flow, which we call like a more of a lead experience, more of a relationship building. And they actually get real results versus just downloading a PDF and sticking it on their hard drive. And when they do that, they self-select because all of a sudden they're like, I actually had a client the other day, tell me this exact words where she said, Evans, I did what you said to do. I created like a multi-step relationship building lead generation flow and at the end of it nine out of ten of them like were sending me messages saying what's next how do i work with you what's the next step and she was like i've never had that kind of result where people just got my free thing and then immediately reached out to me to want to work with me
1: that's good if you can just give us an example of what a lead generation Thing yes,
0: looked. I'm happy to, and I'll actually give your listeners like access to a blueprint where they can build their own at the end of this. So we'll leave that hanging there for like later. But the way this looks is to answer your question, I'll ask everybody listening. Just you answer. Obviously, I can't hear your answers, so answer this in your own mind. If you're listening to a podcast as a listener or your listeners that you're speaking to, they're listening to a podcast. What if they raised their hand and said that they actually like to do? It's a trick question because the answer is right in front of you. But the answer is they like to listen to podcasts. So my question is: step one, why are you offering somebody an ebook for your free thing? Why are you offering them, not offering them something that they already raised their hand and said they like? So what we do that I help people do is create multi-episode audio lead generation experiences. And to put it in simpler terms, it's basically like a five-episode private podcast, right? A five-episode audio, but it's designed in a specific way to give them an actual, one, to give the person who gets into this an actual result, real momentum. But it's based on this principle that Most people forget about because everybody is so busy trying to get attention, they forget about holding attention. And if you can be the 1% that focuses on holding that attention, treating that person like a real person, and bringing them into your world that way, they're more likely to stay. So, this lead magnet is basically an audio podcast, five to eight episodes designed to take them from a journey to solve one tangible problem or one problem with one tangible result. So they actually feel like, you know what I've built so much, especially if you're a podcaster, right? They've listened to you. You've built so much trust with them through your podcast As a guest. They may have connected with you and they feel like you, they know you a little bit more. They've spent 30, 40 minutes with you on this podcast. Now, You're actually giving them a result. So imagine how much deeper the connection is now. And also, you're spending more time with them in their ears over that multi-episode audio product. So now they feel like that connection is even deepened with you. And there's a scientific, I don't know the name of this, but there's this amazing book called Oversubscribed by Daniel Priestley. And he mentions this, if you spend seven hours with somebody and have 11 interactions in four different locations, science has proven that it creates a deep human emotional connection and a deep bond with that person. So if you can move them from listener to lead, but the lead is not just a transactional exchange, but the opportunity to spend more time together, you're creating that human connection and that bond plus you're actually giving them a real result. So the trust level goes up. And at the end, the next logical step is now that I've gotten this result, what's the next thing I can do? And that's what my client experienced when she was like, everybody kept reaching out to me like, what's next? What do I do next? How can we work together? How can you help me? And it's just a, it goes back to that part of serving You have to trust the process. You have to put together, you have to put a little more effort into getting chat GPT to give you like a 10 step PDF thing that you can give people, right? That has no real value, right? You have to put, you have to trust it that I'm serving these people this way because when we did this and I'll give people a real number so that they can feel this. Like I said, we had 78.6% opt-in rate. Um, which I know that number by heart because it was crazy high, right? It was like, how did we do this? And I went back and dissected everything. I'm like, was it the button color? Was it this? Was it that? And I realized we were creating desire for the next step in the episodes and showing them how they could get that next step, and they just wanted it. But then as they come through this process, what we discovered was from that list of people that opted in, 80% of our highest value clients 80%, the ones that bought the most, bought repeated offers with us, they spent the most money with us, they ascended to our next levels up in our programs, and they also referred us more business. They all came from that list. So to me, it was like this is the perfect way to do it. And we were not, no longer were we, trying to run people to a webinar, trying to get them to watch a VSL video sales letter, get them on a call and close them and do all of that kind of stuff. We just allowed the podcast, which we it basically turned into a podcast ATM, a podcast sales machine. We let it do all the work and take people through this whole process. And when they came out the other end, they were reaching out to us saying, what's next? How can I work with you guys? What would you suggest I do first? It was just very powerful.
1: And so, look, that puts us at the perfect spot. How can people work with
0: you? As you mentioned, we have Podcast Profit School, which is basically just school, And it is something I started this year because previously I had a really expensive program, and I still do. I work with a lot of consulting clients, really successful people. But... I knew there were so many other people I wanted to serve, so we created more of a membership style program where you can come learn the model. You can hang out with really cool people because we all know that podcasters and people that love to do podcasts are all really cool. They're collaborative. They support each other. They help each other. We've got a really cool community we're building, and it is everything from. And the crazy thing is that I'm actually, it's three, three times a month I come in and I coach. So I'm doing the actual coaching. I don't have I don't I haven't hired this out to anybody else. It's me doing it. But we're also bringing in experts to teach things that I'm not an expert in. We're doing hot seats, we're doing like member makeovers. It's really fun and really powerful. And we just launched recently the founders. I launched it with the founders program and it sold out almost immediately because the value is like off the charts. And then we did the early bird and we're getting ready to move from early bird into the regular membership. So the cost is continuing to go up, but the value is just so immense. It's never going to, my goal is for the value to, a lot of people say, make sure it's 10X. To me, it's more of almost 100X. And I really hope to bring in the network of people that I'd known over the years, people who are experts in podcast guesting and offer creation and email marketing, all these Subjects that I've been blessed to be around people to learn from and experience their genius that I want them to come share. And we actually have members in our program who are coming in training too, because I know they all have genius level as well in certain areas. But it's all the whole intent of Podcast Profit School is to plug into that podcast ATM model as a host and a guest, as I was sharing earlier. So that's really the easiest. Easiest entry point to start working with me. And when it comes to podcasting, and as you get in there, some people get in and they're like, Hey, is there a little more high level touch points? What does your consulting look like? And then we can have that conversation as well. But I like to get to know everybody and bring them. No matter where you come in my world now, I think you're going to end up coming into podcast profit school because the community is so powerful. People I've discovered is that sure, they're going to come in and love to learn from what I have to offer but they're going to stick around because of the community because the people that are in it are so awesome. Right. So I'm not going to even pretend that I'm going to be the one that keeps people sticking around, but it's, it's still powerful. The community and the connections you'll make in there are really cool.
1: Evans, if you can share with entrepreneurs one piece of advice on how to play big faster, what would it be?
0: Okay. when well, there's a, <laughs> do I have to just do one? I'm just kidding. I have this three-step thing that I think will fit that, I want people to really think about this because this to me, this will help you at almost any stage that you're at as an entrepreneur, whether you are, you've closed out one season of success and you're ready to move into a different level, whether you're brand new, whether no matter where you are, it all starts with this. It's like a short little three phrase thing, but the first one is to create your vision, right? Create your vision, take time to listen to your heart, feels what's, feel what's right to you, not just because some coach told you to do something to be successful, right? So create your vision that's authentic to you because that's how you're going to be the most successful, right? When you're your authentic self. So create your vision is step one. This is the tough one. Make a decision. Make a decision to move forward with that vision, right? Because the tough thing about it is, as you and I both know, when you make a decision and stick to that decision, you're cutting off a lot of other things, but you have to make a decision and stay focused on one vision. Otherwise you're just going to feel like you're treading water and you're not going to get any momentum. And so it's create a vision, make a decision, and then act with precision. Act with precision. And what I want to just clarify is I didn't use the word perfection. (laughs) It's not act with perfection. It's act with precision. Just if you need to find somebody that's been there before that can guide you on the step by step, that's okay. But make sure it aligns with your vision, not with their vision. But as long as you act with precision, taking precise steps forward every day on that path, you will arrive at the final destination. Now, you may arrive, it may take longer than you feel like you wanted it to do, but just trust the process. As long as you're moving forward, you're moving forward. So I like to just make sure that people just think about taking that precise next step and don't even worry about the result. Don't worry about what happens because whatever result happens will be the thing that was supposed to happen, and you learn from it and take the next step. That's how we built the entire podcast ATM business model. I know it sounded pretty when I'm on here. It sounded like this really cool thing that we built, but I always share with people and I know we got to wrap up, but I'll share this just so they can see it in their mind's eye. It's like that birthday party you go to, or maybe the Christmas celebration or whatever it is that you celebrate and all those presents are wrapped and all pretty bows and everything. And they're sitting there looks perfect, but there's always that room. In one part of the house where you did all the wrapping and it's chaos, right? Ribbons everywhere, paper everywhere, trash everywhere, scissors. That's what your entrepreneurial journey should look like, right? It shouldn't look like this beautiful thing at the end. So having that in your mind that you know ahead of time, hey, this is going to be messy, but let's have fun. Don't take it so serious. Have fun and just make sure it aligns with your vision and you'll have the motivation to keep going no matter what.
1: That is awesome. So tell us how to contact you. What is the best? Better- sure.
0: Earlier I mentioned that I did have something for folks and I'll say this, I'm in the process of creating this multi-step audio that we talked about and I'm working on it right now as we speak. So by the time your listeners hear this, they can get, they can probably get it. But what this is, um, I like to call it our listeners to leads to high ticket client blueprint And they can simply get that by texting the word LEADS, L-E-A-D-S. So text the word LEADS to 55444. That's 55444. And if they do not have the ability to text because they're from outside the U.S. and they want to go just opt into it, they can go to listeners to leads listeners to leads forward slash blueprint and access it that way.
1: And I'll make sure that I add that in the show notes as well. Yeah, thank so. you. thank
0: you very much. I appreciate it. And then I would say, if they want to find me anyway, you can just look me up. There's not that many of me on social media with my name. I'm plural. So it's E-V-A-N-S and P-U-T-M-A-N. So I have this name that's like the most people hear it, see it differently. So it's I'm easy to find on social media. Come find me and give me a shout.
1: Well, Evans, thank you so much for all the gems that you dropped for us today. Yeah, you're
0: welcome. I'm just appreciative for the opportunity to be here. It's one of my favorite things to do to serve and to share with people.
1: And until next time, play big faster.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode and remember to play big faster.